Blog Talk Radio. It's time for the High Altitude Mentorship Show with J.T. DeVolt. J.T. is an international success coach, inspirational speaker, and award-winning author of Flight Plan to Success. J.T. worked his way up through the ranks from enlisted aircraft mechanic to combat-decorated naval aviator. And he's here to give you the success strategies for better focus, clarity, and mental toughness to accomplish your missions in business and life. And now, here's your host, J.T. Hello, my friends. J.T. DeBolt with you today for the High Altitude Mentorship Show. Great to be with you on a Wednesday morning at 10.30 a.m. Eastern. You know what that means. It's time to come together and talk about leadership, entrepreneurship, and living the high-performance, high-altitude life. And as always, the High Altitude Mentorship Show is brought to you by FlyWithJT.com. That's FlyWithJT.com, where you can download a complimentary copy of my award-winning book, Flight Plan to Success, as well as stay connected to everything going on in the high-altitude community. You know, I want to talk about the faceless, silent assassin that is literally killing your results. And I share this with you from a place of complete vulnerability and complete transparency. Now, this silent killer I'm talking about especially affects leadership types. If you're in any kind of capacity where you're leading other people, where people are counting on you, where you have to deliver under pressure, You've probably felt this or experienced it. It happens to athletes, especially high-pressure athletes, people that are performing at a high level. It happens to really high performers of of all kinds. Okay, So if you consider yourself a high performer, maybe you're a business leader, an entrepreneur, uh, maybe you are in some form of a leadership, whether it's civic leadership, whether it's you know governmental leadership, or whether it's the leadership of people uh, in a business or in an organization, you have absolutely felt this thing called imposter syndrome. Now, imposter syndrome is kind of interesting because it's a term that was coined back in the 70s. And really, it describes a phenomenon where high achievers lack the ability to really internalize their accomplishments. So they don't really see their, their accomplishments as something they did. They kind of feel like they were part of the system or part of a process or just this sort of haphazard, somebody threw up this success. And so they don't see that accomplishment as their own. They have kind of a persistent fear of being exposed as a fraud. And it feels different for everybody, but basically what it comes off is feeling inadequate, feeling that you're not competent enough or unqualified to do the task or to fulfill the role. Don't feel like you're successful enough. And this is why that whole fake it till you make it is just nonsense. I I hear this a lot, especially in the entrepreneur space. They're like, oh, fake it till you make it. Personally, I think it's terrible advice. I can't imagine anybody giving that advice responsibly, but certainly I would hope that if you've ever heard that, don't listen to that advice. This imposter syndrome is very serious, it's very real, and I personally suffered from it for a long time. When I flew in the Navy, I literally felt because I had struggled so, so mightily uh, in high school to graduate, just all, not even just high school, throughout my entire academic journey, I was you know, struggling just to kind of hang in there, just to get by. And now all of a sudden I find myself in a four-year university, something that nobody ever thought would happen. And all of a sudden it occurred to me, holy crap, I'm having success here. And I started to shut down. I started to have this sort of sense of, oh, man, you know, I'm, I'm not really supposed to be here. And then I graduate number one in my class, which was shocking, 
to me. Um, not shocking to everybody else, but I couldn't believe it, and I almost didn't internalize it. I almost felt like, ah, oh, that was just, you know, pure luck. I go off to flight school, make it through flight school, couldn't believe that. And then, you know, I'm flying in the fleet as a, as a combat-decorated naval aviator, and it just, uh, you know, there were times where I absolutely felt like I couldn't possibly live this role anymore. I thought that I was, you know, somehow was going to be exposed. And it can happen in any walk of life, not just military aviation, not just athletics. It happens in sports. It sometimes even happens just in the, the things like parenting. We think, ah, oh, man, I'm not really cut out for this. What am I doing? I wasn't supposed to be here. We feel that way sometimes in our relationships. A lot of times what these symptoms feel like, maybe, this, maybe you've experienced this. You feel like success is a matter of chance or somehow, you know, it's, it's luck. <laughs> somehow it's this unpredictable, unduplicatable thing that you could never, you know, go back and do again and again. We have that sense, that fear of being found out or exposed. Sometimes we downplay our victory or our success. Ah, it was no big deal. Perhaps we feel that pressure to perform and not to fail. Not just to perform, but not to fail, which leads to a focus on the negative, right? And these are all things that can hold a performer back from doing their best. Whether, it doesn't matter what you do. If Whatever field you're in, whatever thing you're passionate about, if you get into a place where you have this quote-unquote phenomenon, this sense, this imposter syndrome, be very careful and understand that there is a way out. Now, there's a lot of ways to overcome this. I'm going to give you eight specific things today that I believe uh, are going to be effective for you. They've certainly been effective for me, and I will tell you straight up, this is not a joke. All right? If you've ever felt this way, I don't want you to feel shame. I don't want you to feel guilt. I don't want you to feel bad about this. It is what it is, but it's time to move past it. If you want to perform at your best and you've been coping with and dealing with imposter syndrome, I want you to follow me down this path to relief. The first thing we have to do is an assessment. What have you accomplished to this point? Because a lot of times we forget that. As achievers, we forget what we've done, what we've produced, what we've brought to the table. And what has a tendency to happen is we start thinking in terms of, oh, you know, uh, I haven't done much, so why am I here? Look, what did you do to get here? You earned your spot in here. How did you earn it? There's a reason you're here. We're going to talk about that in a moment. But we have to first step back and do that assessment. We have to ask ourselves, honestly, without you know, trying to be all humble and things like this, I get that. Humility is very se sexy. It's very important. But honestly, do an assessment and ask yourself, what have you accomplished? How have you earned your spot to be where you are? Chances are it wasn't you know, some fallacy. It wasn't some mistake. You didn't just fall into this position. You earned your way in. I had to remind myself that I made it through a year and a half of flight school and four years, of, almost five years of college to get there and a whole lifetime of experience working my way up through the process. Next is to realize that you're exactly where you're supposed to be. This is one thing that is a constant reminder. I do this for my, for my clients. I do it for myself. I do it for my family. You have to remind yourself that you're supposed to be here. You're exactly where you're supposed to be. You earned it. Now stand and deliver. It's very easy to say, you know, somebody like planted me here. <laughs> I didn't, I woke up one day, somebody put a bag over my head, threw me in the uh, trunk of an old car and drove me and dumped me into this forest of success. It doesn't work that way. We earn our way into where we are. And sometimes we trip and stumble our way in, but we earn it. 
We show up every single day. And what's interesting is this very rarely happens to people that are lucky. And, I, and what I mean by lucky is where they're going off pure dumb luck. Your success is the direct result of actions that you've taken, purposeful actions. Sometimes it doesn't feel as purposeful. Sometimes maybe you're just kind of floating along. Sometimes it's effortless, and, and you're doing your thing. You don't feel like you're, you're giving 100%, but all of a sudden, bam, the success happens. Guess what? Sometimes that's because you're so good at what you do, you're efficient enough, that you're not overstressing yourself. It's a good assessment to have, though. You know, it's good to actually ask, what is, where's the reality here? And realize that you're exactly where you're supposed to be. For better or worse, where you are right now is a direct result of the actions you've taken, the behaviors and the habits that you've established along the path. The third thing we have to do is lighten up. You know, it's interesting. I read this interesting article. It was an interview of Anthony Hopkins. Sir Anthony Hopkins, obviously known very widely for a lot of roles, but specifically for his role as Hannibal Lecter in Silence of the Lambs. And what's interesting is he, he's extremely accomplished as a music composer, as a, as a writer, a director, and all these different things. But what's interesting is they did this interview with him, and, and they asked him, you know, if you could go back in time and give the young version of yourself one piece of advice, what would it be? His response was, lighten the F up. <laughs> he used the, word, the F word. I won't use it here. But I thought that was interesting. Lighten the F up. And that's exactly what I've thought to myself. I thought, man, that's tremendous. That's exactly what I would tell the younger me because – a lot of times what happens is even if you blow the big opportunity, you know, you, you, all of a sudden you have this sense of like, oh, my gosh, people are counting on me. I have to stand and deliver. I have to be perfect. I have to make this thing happen. I have to execute with precision. Here's the key. Even if you blow it, you're probably going to survive, and so will other people. Now, if lives are actually on the line, yeah, I can see where that would be a challenge. It used to be for me. There were times where we had lives on the line, literally. And my thought was, I, I can't afford to blow it. In that case, realize this. Breathe deep and understand you got this. But being tense, being heavy, being dark about it is not going to help your performance, and it's certainly not going to get you the results you want. Now, the fourth thing we have to do is realize that nobody knows any better. Half the time, most people are impostering themselves or acting as impostors in their own life, right? They don't know what they're doing. So they're not necessarily expecting you to. Now, that's not to give you free license to be unprepared or to be frivolous with your actions and your, and your behaviors. But what it means is we assume everybody else can see through us. We assume that they're somehow experts. We assume that they know more than we do. And that's not necessarily true. You have to realize there's a lot of people out there that just don't know what they're doing, that are searching for and thirsting for true authentic leadership. So stop thinking like everybody's on to you because it's, it's not true. They're not on to you. Even if they give you these sideways looks, even if they somehow feel cold or brush you off or feel disappointed or any of these feelings that you assume or you think you're feeling from them, realize that it's not true. Okay? And we're going to talk a little bit more about feelings here in a moment. But realize this. A lot of times we think, oh, they're on to me. They found me out. Nobody knows. Nobody knows any better. And frankly, in most cases, nobody knows better than you about the role that you're doing. So step up and deliver. Five is stop comparing yourself. A lot of times what happens is we get the imposter syndrome because we're too busy looking over our shoulders at other people. We look at that celebrity performer, whether it's an athlete, an entrepreneur, uh, you know, whatever it is, and we think, oh, I'm not them. Well, of course you're not them. You're you. 
be the best you you can be. Stop comparing yourself to the to the top performer in your industry, the top performer in your department. Don't worry about them. Worry about yourself. Because when we start comparing ourselves to others, now we're feeding the fears, right? Now we're watering those seeds of doubt. And that's where the whole thing starts to unravel on us, is when we start comparing ourselves to other people. It's one of the most important things we can do as high performers is to get out of the habit of comparing ourselves to others. Now, it's one thing to say, hey, I'm going to set a mark. I intend to be number one in my whatever field it is. And so you look at who's number one, and then you make that measurement. You say, cool, now that I have the measurement between where I am and where I want to be, now it's time to execute. But that, after you've done that, is the time to put that to bed, to put it aside, and to stop comparing. Number six is to see yourself for who you really are. Not your role, not your title, not your responsibilities, not even your achievements or your failures or your setbacks. You don't compare yourself or, or define yourself by those things. See yourself for the human being you are. See yourself for the person that people love outside of your profession or outside of your mission. So important to see yourself and love yourself just as much as anybody else would because if you don't love yourself, then how can anybody else fully love you? And more importantly, it's not that they can't love you, but you can't receive that. Now, yes, I'm talking about self-love. It's a measure of high performance. If you look at any high performer, including a Navy SEAL, somebody that's that tough, they have to have a measure of self-love, self-respect, and, and understand that they see themselves not just as a commando, but they see themselves as a human being, sometimes as a father, as a, as a husband, or whatever it might be. But you have to see yourself for who you are outside of this role. And suddenly, it starts to take some of that stress away. Number seven and I kind of alluded to this a moment ago, is realize that feelings are not reality. Yeah, you might feel pent-up stress, you might feel concern, you might feel inadequate, but that's not the reality. The reality is you are adequate enough. You are enough. That's the reality. The reality is if you do the assessment, you can look back and find data points that prove that you're supposed to be where you are. And if you say, JT, I'm not seeing those data points, then I would challenge you to step into it and prove it. Prove not just to the world, not just to the person that you're in front of, but prove to yourself that you're supposed to be here. Just because you have those feelings, it doesn't mean that's reality. In fact, feelings are false. Feelings oftentimes are driven by all kinds of things. They're driven by our physiology, how much sleep you got, what you ate, how hydrated you are. Sometimes they're uh, you know, driven by our experiences, good or bad. Sometimes our feelings are driven simply by perceptions. And I hate to tell you this, but perception is not reality. There's lots of evidence of that. But most importantly, realize that your feelings aren't reality. And sometimes our feelings can overwhelm us, and that's why it's time to get back down to reality, plant our feet on the ground, and realize we are supposed to be here. We earned our way. Now it's time to deliver. And finally, number eight, ultimately, if all of this stuff fails, or if it's not quite enough, or if it's almost there but you need a little bit more, then reach out and get some support. Get, get a good coach. Get a mentor. Get somebody who's been down the path, somebody who can demonstrate it to you, walk shoulder to shoulder with you, and show you what you need to get past not just the, the, the imposter syndrome, but to get past that level, that barrier of performance so that you can rise up and actually prove to yourself, to the world, to whomever it is, that you got what it takes. This silent killer of imposter syndrome it's something that can hamstring the most talented, the most gifted, the smartest, the most driven people. In fact, that's exactly who it goes after. 
it's silent because you never know it's coming. And sometimes we feel like we have to be silent when we're feeling those feelings. But the key to getting past imposter syndrome is to, number one, do that self-assessment and realize what you've accomplished and what you did to get here to earn your way in. Realize, number two, that you are exactly where you're supposed to be, that you earned it. Now it's time to stand in the liver. Number three is to lighten up. Because even if you blow it, you'll get another shot. And even if you don't get another shot, then maybe it's time to step into the next role. But lighten up because your chances are you're going to do very well and that the outcome's going to be better than you think it will be. Number four is realize that nobody knows. It feels like everybody's looking right through you. They can see you. It's as if you're naked. But that's not true. Most people have no concept of what it is you're supposed to deliver. They have no idea even if you made a mistake. This happens a lot to public speakers, by the way. <laughs> nobody knows if you've screwed up. So carry on as if. Number five, stop comparing yourself to others. Because frankly, the only person you need to compare yourself is, to is yourself that person that you were yesterday. Are you better today than you were yesterday? Number six is see yourself for who you are, not your role, not your title, not your responsibilities, not your achievements, and not the things that you failed to do, but more importantly, who you are at the core as a human being. Number seven, realize that your feelings are not reality. Sometimes they're affected by all kinds of different things, but they're not reality itself. Instead, focus on what you can do, the actions you can take in the moment. And eight, ultimately, get the support you need. Get the support from a person who can lift you up, can show you, can turn the mirror on yourself and demonstrate to you exactly how great you truly are. Allow that person to guide you and carry you, but more importantly, give you the strength you need to carry yourself, to spread your wings, and to soar like the leader that you are. My friends, this show is a wrap. It's my privilege to come at you here on the High Altitude Mentorship Show each and every single Wednesday. Get yourself over to flywithjt.com, download a complimentary copy of Flight Plan to Success, and remember, no matter what course you fly in life, fly high, fly fast, and fly far. We'll see you next week. 